Trigger warning, Death and Friends is not a podcast for the light of heart. Many dark and serious subjects will come up. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I got the matches right here. All right, here goes nothing. Hear these words. Hear my cry. Spirit from the other side, come to me. I summon thee. Cross now the great divide. Was... Was that the spell from Charmed? It is not not the spell from Charmed. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. I'm Nash and I know everything. Okay, bruh. What was that? Ha <laughs> ha, suck it. Josh, is that you, buddy? No, it's me. It's me. What do you guys want now? We were trying to summon Josh. Wait, why are you a ghost? Are you serious? Dude, you're, you're dead? What, what happened? No, you're, you're joking, right? No, Jake's been on vacation or something, man. We haven't heard shit. Okay, you guys are even worse than I thought. You understand you just can't keep exposing me to all the illnesses and ways to die we talk about on the show and not expect that I'm going to not make it through one of those, right? Dude. Oh my God. Oh, no. Have you been working with us in the afterlife this whole time? Yeah. Something Jake put in my contract was real airtight. God damn. Mate, we're we're so 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 sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. I'm oh my god. so equally. Wow. That's our bad. Why were you trying to summon Josh? Isn't he the social media guy? Oh, um Yeah, about that. He uh he quit the show. Yeah, he he wanted to go back to school and like improve his life or something. I don't know. Like good for him, I guess. You know. And then Okay, well um Well do, you know, we have so many windows in why do we have so many windows in the goddamn studio? Like are those I think it's the studio's fault to be honest. Like there's no need for that many windows. It's kinda of be like right. a hazard, why right? Is it like, like easy. Did we stool get extra insurance for that many windows? Did you guys shove him out of a studio window? We didn't shove him. He just sort of just fell out of the window. We defenestrated him. Yeah. But it was an accident. It was an oh accident. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Total, complete accident. Because of the bananas. Okay. Okay. See, I knew you were going to blame me on this. Okay. I fucking knew it. You know, I'm so fucking sick of this shit from you. Okay. Oh, okay. You were like, oh, okay. Angel, like you're here's a cute perfect. little episode like, you could do. Like, you're just like, oh, well, oh, I'm, 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 Okay. Great talk, guys. Thanks. I'll just go back to work, I guess. All right. Here we go. Death comes for us all. You might as well make it your friend. Welcome back, Skeleton Army. I'm Angel, and this trash bag filled with Kit Kat wrappers we pulled out of the Boston Harbor is Nash. Huh. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about me. Yeah, you should probably double however many hours you're currently doing in therapy for that. Yeah, I'm sitting in my therapist's office right now, actually. On her lap. Yeah, I can see that. Hi, Janice. Hi, Angel. Uh, yeah, Nash, I think we need to unpack that. Okay, just paint the picture. That'd be great. It's 1848, and we're in Hydeville, New York. In a quite little rural farmhouse, which doesn't look haunted at all. Which means it's definitely haunted. It's maybe definitely, probably not haunted. We are a history podcast that deals in facts. Mm. 
I love me a good fact. It's like mom used to make. Anyway, it's late March at the farmhouse, and the Fox family has recently moved in. The rumors in the area are that the house is haunted, with the spirit of a local peddler who'd gone missing a few years before, enjoying his spooky afterlife in the basement. Just peddling away. Mm. In, a, in a place where no one visits. Yeah. Great, great plan. They made the murdered ghost stay in the basement. What are they, turfs? That's some Harry Potter shit. What, what the hell is that? Chef's kiss. It's so topical. We're not sure if the Fox family knew this before or after they moved, but shortly after they get there, they, they are horribly murdered by one of their kids who has gone insane. That's the plot of Amityville Horror. Oh, right, right. Okay, so they're struggling under the weight of one of the kids' cancer diagnoses, discover an old mortuary under the house, which the old owner used to practice necromancy, and the spirits get their revenge by communicating with the cancer kid, right? No. That's a haunting in Connecticut? Oh, okay, so that means they move in and discover every clock in the house stops at 3.07 because of a spooky 17th century witch that killed her baby for Satan, vowed revenge on anyone that took over her land, right? No, that's the conjuring. Um... They discovered the neighbors are being murdered, and one of them gets into the house of the spooky demon-filled Raggedy Ann doll? No, that's Annabelle. The, okay, look, when are you going to stop me and tell the real story? When you run out of Halloween movies that you've seen. Okay, cool. <laughs> hey, Dom, super weird, but all the footage from the section was corrupted? No, it's, it's fine. I'm just deleting it to save us all about... 140 minutes of this. Good call. Go on. No, that's Jason X. Okay, are you ready for the real thing? Yes, please, for the love of God, just move on. I was going to say yes, but okay, yes. Man, I'm worried it's going to be a little boring now, but they start hearing knocking on the walls. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like extra spooky. Oh, so they got like chains and shit on? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it terrifies their mother. Yeah, <laughs> mommy <laughs> and a neighbor <gasps> who stops by to check it out. Mm. This is the start of all good pornos. Love to hear it. Maggie and Kate, then fourteen eleven. No, no. Oh no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> we are a professional podcast that's housed by professionals. <clears throat> Apologies for that. Maggie and Kate, then 14 and 11, children, start communicating with what's clearly the spirit of the missing peddler in the basement. And before long, everyone is like, these girls can talk to dead people. La muerte. So they're just like, hey, dead peddler, what up? How is it going? Is being murdered like, is that cool? What's that like? <laughs> is that super chill or? It's more like. Hey, spirit, rap six times for the letter F. Knock twice if you're home right now and you want to chat with hot singles in your era. Para Espanol, oprimatos, that kind of thing. So did they ever ask him for his name, the murdered guy? Did they ever ask for his name? Yeah, so eventually the spirit says, you know, via the knocking, it takes forever, but his name is Charles B. Rosna. Oh, okay, that sounds pretty normal. But the girls mostly call him Mr. Splitfoot. Why did you... Okay, you don't have to do it. It's already spooky. (laughs) Uh, why? Why did you knock? What? What was? What was that? What was the that? Well, I don't know. I mean, what that prob- was. What probably was... you know. Oh, it was Ghost Dom. No, Splitfoot. Who the fuck is Mister? Sp- is is that the devil? Duh. Okay. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> so anyway, Mom starts getting weirded out by the whole thing, and sends the girls off to live with relatives. Maggie goes to her brother David's house and Kate to her older sister Leah's house, both of whom live in Rochester. And guess who follows them there? Me? No. Oh. Guess you are old enough to have been alive in 1848. Yeah. That was like, what, your 30s? Yeah. 
but but no, it, it's our good friend. Oh no, no, not him. Oh, no, not that guy. No, it's our good buddy, Mister Sp- Mister Spidefoot. Wow. So even in two new houses, the things that bump in the night are still going strong. I'm proud of them. Uh, seems like the girls can just talk to the dead. I guess now this that's just that's what they do. Oh, uh, a neighbor, family friend, and super rich lady, Amy Post, and her hubby Isaac. <gasps> White guy, one name? Well, okay, chill out. I, his name's Isaac Post, but because that's how names work. Oh, right. Lame. I mean, it's still, it's still white guy, two name. Yeah, that's true. Pretty that, rare. That... Pretty rare on this podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, the posts meet with Leah and Kate, and then Leah also shows mediumship abilities. <laughs> Whoa. Leah's like, hey, guys, here's your deceased daughter on spear phone. Ring, ring, it's the banana phone. No, stop. <laughs> no. Not the banana phone. Afterwards, dear old two names Isaac writes in his diary that he went in being like, nah, fam, and was convinced after many thumps in the floor and apparent answers to posed questions. So the posts helped the Fox sisters rent out Corinthian Hall in Rochester in November 1849 and are like, hey, everyone, come check this shit out. And the very first time, a seance is held for the paying public in a large theater. Well, actually... <laughs> don't. Okay, don't. <sighs> Please don't be like this, Nash. Okay, but... Don't do it. Okay, just... Don't do it. <clears throat> Seance wasn't a word yet used for this purpose in the U.S. <sighs> yeah, sorry, I got it in. It wouldn't be until 1850 because it's a French word that means to sit largely because lots of time when you're communicating with the dead, you know, you're you're sitting. Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Wow. 1850, so... Wow. Such insight you've added. I know that's sarcastic, but truly this is kind of interesting. The idea that a rather religious country deeply embedded in the idea that your loved ones either moved on to heaven or hell could very freely accept that we could communicate with the dead and that it became a public event with largely women at its helm is like really something special. It's in the 19th century that men move outside the domestic sphere to go to industrialized work and women, though to an extent they've always done this, they sort of stayed back in the domestic sphere to pick up, you know, child rearing and the work of teaching Christianity and Christian values to their children. So churchgoers tend to be disproportionately women and the work of aiding the dying and the dead, which was at that time still in the home, was also largely borne by women. So already society was accepting women's authority in this sphere, the work of the dead, so to speak. And so by the time the Fox sisters like light the match that becomes spiritualism, Christianity is sort of like side by side with it. And it gives women this kind of social currency that they didn't have yet. Okay, and I have a pair of queens. Ha <laughs> ha. Read and weep, boys. Holy shit, she's done. Okay, everybody, everybody she's done. She's done. Uh, hey, great job. I just think it's really interesting. Sorry. No, no, absolutely. It's fine. I mean, this was only supposed to be a short episode, but it's fine. We can just cut out fun facts. Rude. You owe me 20 bucks, Dom. Alrighty, well, you don't get a say because it's 1850 and you don't have the right to vote until 1919, so. Wow. Button up, buttercup, it's a man's world now. I... Nope. So, the Rochester <laughs> show goes off. The girls are even searched after the show in order to prove they weren't cheating or using props. Rude. Which is like, what props would you use? What Name the prop. What would you use? Ghosts. A, a ghost prop? A mirror? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. As a magician, this bothers me. Because people are like, it's all smoke and mirrors. When do I use smoke in my act? Shut up. I know I, for a fact you smoke in my act. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Like, the point is, people are talking about it, and they're on the streets with it, and it catches the attention of white guy three names. Finally. Andrew Jackson. 
Davis. White guy, three names. They think they're cool, they're not. They die in vain as a big tool he rots. Unless they are actually good, then please send them love if you would. But chances are they fuck shit up for minorities or were serial killers like John Wayne Gacy. Weirdly, the second white guy three names Andrew Jackson we've had on the show that isn't just Andrew Jackson. You know, two-name Andrew Jackson, like, sucked as a person, right? Like, he was trash garbage. Yeah, we're going to talk about him pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Wait, who was the other one again? Andrew Jackson Borden. Rich dude, super stingy, got axe murdered in the face by his daughter. Come on. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly. That's right. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Though, nice house. Yeah. Nice couch. It was a good time. when Really we big head. Oh. <laughs> Very axable. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, this Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson Davis, was not murdered by his daughter, but was instead super into the belief that ghosts wandered around us, citing a dude slash philosopher. Oh, so just a dude without a real job. Emmanuel Swedenborg. Because <laughs> that's not a made up name. <laughs> and he's like, hey, guys, I think there is a heaven and there is a hell. And I also think other space that people go and which is like right here in the air. Yeah. And Andrew Jackson Davis immediately gets a ghost boner and is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can, I can vibe with this. Yeah. He's yeah. an adult, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I can mm-hmm. do this. And he gets super into mesmerism and says that in, in his little trances, he can communicate with the spirits in the middle. He even talks to Swedenborg. It gets really slutty really fast. Mm-hmm. Mesmerism sounds like a weird way to claim opium as a tax write-off, but okay. So on the morning after the Fox sisters first showed their mom and neighbor that they were keeping the spirit of a murder dude in their basement as just like a fun little sidekick, Andrew Jackson Davis writes in his diary that he heard a voice in his sleep and the voice said, mm, stepbrother, le- oh no, wait, mm. wrong note, mm. wrong note, mm. sorry about that, let me just, that's <coughs> out of my own personal collection, the real voice said, brother, just brother, the good work has begun. Behold, a living demonstration is born. Can you do the whole thing as Hulk Hogan? Let me tell you something, brother. The good work has begun. Behold, a living demonstration is born. Absolutely fucking beautiful. <laughs> that got macho Manny at the end. It's but, okay. You know. I love it. I ruined the only possibility of a union in pro wrestling, brother. All right. This dude did the math and was like, there are three sisters to pick from, so the odds are in my favor. They're children. Dane Cook. <laughs> Or children. Seriously, Google a picture of this dude, Andrew Jackson Davis. He was playing the game. He fucks. That is what we are saying. Yeah. In this, he's the opposite of Andrew Jackson Borden, who did not fuck one day in his life. Zero times. So sexy Andrew Jackson Davis invites the Fox sisters to his house and is impressed. Hmm. Instead of being like, hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. He's like, what if I become the man behind these women? Wait. He uses the girl's fame to increase his own and then works real hard to use spiritualism to show people that they do not have to believe in silly old predestination anymore. Oh, well, that sounds kind of okay, actually. I mean, he's making money off of it, so. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid, sexy Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Fox sisters, they go pro, baby, and take their spiritualism on the road, making money and getting bitches. That second part might not be true. They met famous reporter slash Ben Franken lookalike contest winner Horace Greeley. And he writes all about it and promotes the hell out of it, giving the girls even more fame. 
Leah, the older sister, decides to stay in New York, but Maggie and Kate go to the big city. In Philly, Maggie meets famed Debbie Downer Elisha Kent Kane, who is convinced that the girls are frauds, but he goes to shows for a month, and he can't figure out how they're making the spirit rapping noises. Admitting defeat, he does what all men do, and he asks her to marry him, and she agrees, and then retires from spiritualism. Oh, that's kind of, uh, cute. Yeah. No. And then, in 1857, he dies. Nice. And she's real sad about it, and she gets, like, a bit lost in what to do next. Damn, if only she could talk to the dead. Indeed. She starts to drink, and then slowly becomes an alcoholic. Jesus. And what's the other sister up to? She gets married to, but at least to a dude who doesn't think she's a liar. The business is booming, the Civil War is happening, it makes death a pretty big deal, so she's working all the time keeping up with the dead Joneses. She's been busy inventing new ways to get the dead to talk, and people just keep demanding more and more and more and more, so she too starts drinking. Seeing a recurring theme with the dead and drinking. Yeah. Okay then, well, I'm glad I asked. The sisters are just keeping on, keeping on, when in October 1888, a newspaper publishes that Maggie has got some shit with a capital S to say. She gets on stage October 21st and is like, Hey guys. It's, she's an alcoholic now, so yeah. that's what she sounds like. <laughs> hey guys, it's time for... Mystical facts with Angel the Mystic, not an actual mystic. So Maggie gets on stage and is like, Guess what, fools? It was all fake. The first peddling ghost guy, that was just apples on strings on the walls. The rest of the spirit rapping noises are fingers and toes and some other joints. Spiritualism. Brought to you by arthritis. Want to communicate with your dead loved ones? Try cracking all of your joints today. Just to give you an idea of what not quite quitting an entire spiritual movement looks like, here's a report from the New York Herald to sum it up. There stood a black robe shop face window, working her big toe and solemnly declaring that it was the way she created the excitement that was driven so many people to suicide or insanity. One moment it was ludicrous, the next it was weird. It was weird, said reporter who was good at words more than 11. Now little sister and fellow alcoholic Kate is with her that night and also condones the confession, saying it was an absolute falsehood and that they were little girls when it all began and that Leah, the older sister, happily exploited them. But everyone who follows the movement is kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's announced that Maggie was paid 1500 bucks for her confession, so everyone writes it off as, oh, she needed the money, and maybe they are frauds, but that doesn't mean everybody in the business is a fraud, and spiritualism kind of just moves on without them. Yeah, Maggie recants her whole confession a year later, saying that the spirits told her to do it. A likely story. Mm-hmm, but the community is like, oh, honey. Ugh. Gross. So Maggie doubles down and starts attending events under a pseudonym, and being like, that's how they do in this, and... Oh, that's the oldest trick in the book, which is kind of actually badass. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> what a comeback. Leah dies in 1890, having not spoken to her sisters in years. Kate dies in 1892, and Maggie follows her just eight months later in 1893. Also, that same year, 1893, the spiritualists get together, and they dedicate an entire monument to the Fox sisters. No, wait, sorry. Uh, I'm reading the wrong thing. They made a coalition of the willing called the Natural Spiritualist Association, also known as the NSA. Wait. Yeah. How did how did you think the NSA got its information? Internet? No. No. It's ghosts. Duh. It's ghosts. Well, I guess that's the end of the story of the Fox sisters. Join us next Not time. Not quite yet. Oh, God. In 1904... They find bones in the cellar of the old Hydesville house. Holy shit, they were really talking to a dead peddler guy? No, 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 no.
A doctor looks at the bones and he's like, sure, some of these could be rib bones, but some of them could also be chicken bones. So like, probably not. So, so they're still, they're still frauds yeah. with arthritis that made cracking noises with their mm. fucking brittle bones. Yeah. And pretended it was ghosts. Uh-huh. Changed the whole spiritualist landscape of the United States. So the whole bones thing in the Hydesville house yeah. added nothing new to the story? When you say it like that. On that note, that's the episode. A special thanks to you, our favorite listener. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rate and review is required or we will send ghosts to your house. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Gorilla Jokes. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A Jokes. And I'm at It's Nashville. And of course, follow the podcast at Death and Friends Podcast on Instagram and at Death Pod everywhere else. Hey, you. Want to live deliciously? Become a member of the Skeleton Army. Join us on Patreon. We use it to cover our sound guy's medical bills. In order to properly write medical facts, we expose Dom to all the illnesses and ways to die we talk about on the show. I guess that's sort of pointless now that he's a ghost, huh? I know. Mm. But we didn't do anything this week because he's dead. I mean, we we summoned him and then we made him go to work. True. So. So arguably the worst thing we've done to him. Yeah. Sorry. Speaking of Patreon, it is time to honor a member at the Brendan Fraser level. Hey, Savannah. Thanks for being cool. Praise be Savannah, and praise be our Lord and Savior, Brendan Fraser. So check it out at patreon.com slash deathandfriends. Also, we've got a website now, so for more information, visit deathandfriends.org. That's dot O-R-G, because we are committed to making the entire internet worse. All right, everybody. Well, death, you hear about this? It's tricky to talk about. So please remember, you are loved, you matter, and if you don't want to be your own friend, we will happily be your friend. I'm going to send you some YouTube links for new handshakes that we can try together. Oh, they're, they're super fun, actually. They're very long, they're, they're, so be prepared yeah. for two hours of your time, at least. Mm-hmm. Until next time, Skeleton Army. Stay spooky. Love you. Love you. This has been a Knavery Inc. podcast. Go to knaveryinc.com for more details. Executive produced by Jacob Duffy Halbleib. Audio design by Dominic Guanzon. Themes and transitions by Amy Doe. The fuck is a knave? In a quaint little rural front. Rural front. <laughs> I went real, real fast. We <laughs> made it all the way to rural. Rural, right? Scooby Doo. Death. They made it to the murdered ghost day in the, and they made the murdered ghost day in the basement. That's some. To be honest, that's some. That's some Harry Potter shit. That's what that is. <laughs> You're probably gonna have to take that again. I know. I was a mess. I was a mess. Shut up. Death. They are herb. The herb. Thanks. It's infectious now. God damn it. All right. Death. Anyway, the post meet with Leah and Kay, and then Leah show also. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the post. You got it. You got it. Shit! Just don't don't look at me. Don't stop. You can see your gigantic eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're being slightly magnified by my glasses, so I just look like a fucking those, bug. <laughs> those big fucking globes you call eyes. <laughs> Those actual headlights you call eyes. I'll just look over here. Those goddamn high beams. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking anime looking ass. (laughs) That's true. People can't sleep in rooms if I have my eyes open. (laughs) All right, here we go. (laughs) It's mostly because I'm doing this the entire time, but. I know. No, you guys, if if this is going to make it to the bloopers, if anybody ever sees Nash, just look at. Like the faces she makes at me when we record and when I'm reading, she's just staring bullets into my, as I'm reading. 
I'm uh, sorry. Okay, here we go. No, it's okay. I'll look over here. No, stop. You're making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Death? Death? Leo's like, hey guys, here's your desist. Desist? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Desist. English is my second language. Right. And I'm rude. <laughs> Death? Button up, buttercup. It's a man's world now. I... <laughs> nope. So the Rochester goes, why am I a men's rights activist in this? <laughs> I had to include the woman didn't get the right to vote in 1919. So it was just easier to okay. make you say it to me. <laughs> we can include that in the bloopers so people know that he didn't come up with that right away. Okay, I did that cool. to myself. Okay, thank you. Death? Spiritualism, brought to you by arthritis. Want to communicate with your dead loved ones? Try cracking all of your joints today. Fuck, I almost made it all the way through. God, you were doing so well. <clears throat> Try cracking all God of your joints it, today. <laughs> Death? I look forward to disappointing both of them sexually. That's the goal, isn't it? Death? It's announced that Maggie is paid 150... No. <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. No, she's not. That's that is not the number that's there. <laughs> no, I am so bad at reading numbers. I don't know why. I've always been terrible at it. It's numbers. A, not You're good. an accountant. Yeah, but I can't read them out loud. That's the ish. Can't ever do it. Don't ask me to do okay. it. It makes me anxious. Right. <sighs> then why wouldn't you write the words out instead of just the number? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the stupidest person alive. It's a miracle I've made it to 35. Oh, please put this in the bloopers. So if you did it, I'm just like, oh, wait. And he backspaced 1500, the number, and then wrote out the words 1500. Oh, my God. It's a miracle that I've survived infancy. We're back, baby. (laughs) Season four. What a fucking nightmare. Season four. We did it. We did it, guys. I managed not to kill myself just walking around doing normal day shit. Death? Spooky. 